Hello. This week's episode is based on the topic of social movement, and we have two articles, one from Trom and the other from Jasper. So the main idea I took away from the article by Jasper is emotions spark feelings that are passionate for change, which is where social movement comes in. Social movements are arguments that advocate for something to make our emotions positive. This is where I go back to the readings from Shiapa and his piece about definitions because I catch myself making definitions for not only social movement, but emotions and tying those together to prove yet my own argument. His article focuses on emotions and social movements, and one of the things he starts off with is reputation. He goes into a few other categories about kind of like what makes something a social movement or how it gets there. Reputation, everyone wants a good one. No one wants a bad reputation, so this is going to spark some motivation in people to be passionate about a social movement. He talks about turning shame into pride. Um, So something that came to mind when I thought about this was when I went to the March for Life in eighth grade with my Catholic school, everyone had to go. Um, There were people who spoke there that were anti-abortion. They had had abortions in the past. So clearly they were ashamed or disappointed in themselves about the abortion. So they are taking part in the social movement, March for Life, pro-life, to kind of um, re-make themselves and turn that shame into pride. Jasper goes in to talk about means of action and focusing attention. In this focusing attention part of social movements and tactics they use, I thought of COVID as something that violated the norm, which is what people say brings in social action and like the want to participate in social movements. Because COVID violated everyone's norms, it encouraged people to advocate one way or another, anti-COVID vaccine, pro-COVID vaccine, or we should be doing this, we should not be doing that. And that's where we saw a lot of social movement in that time period. In order to keep a social movement going, we have to have interaction rituals, which talks about this idea of emotional energy. During these social movements, leaders need to basically speak to their audience, kind of like in a rhetorical display. But the emotional energy part has to do with expressing these emotions to try and get everyone on board with how they're feeling so that they want to keep fighting for those emotions. Jasper talks about how emotions are a huge part of the women's movement and the idea of anger. One of the quotes from this article is, women are more likely to suppress anger whereas men are more likely to suppress fear. Women feel the need to suppress anger because if they don't, they are 
frowned upon and that was a big thing people wanted to change in the women's movement and emotions were the goal of that movement. Trump's article circles the question of whether BDS is anti-Semitic. This brought me to think about the syllogisms we talked about. If BDS is anti-Israel and Jews are from Israel, are is BDS anti-Jews? The U.S. clearly thought something was wrong with the boycott of Israel that BDS was doing because U.S. states started to enact laws that kept companies from participating in this. For example, South Carolina banned companies from co contracting with those associated with boycotts. From these articles, I have learned that social movements are a way of arguing what someone thinks is right or should be.